Praise the Lord. Greetings in the name of the Lord. This is Holy Lady T checking in on tonight. And yes, Lord, I am still saved, sanctified, and filled with the Holy Ghost and fire. And yes, I am enjoying my life with Jesus. How about you? And so, hey, it is another Tell It Like It Is Tuesday. And I have been having a good week so far, glory to God, because Jesus, of course, is in my life, and I thank God for it. And let me tell y'all, I got some things, I got some things I gotta address before I get to this topic. First, first, good news. I love to give good, glorious news. One of my brothers in Christ came back to the Lord. God have restored him. Thank you, Jesus. I am so excited about what God is doing. I am so excited that God is bringing back people to him, bringing back his children. Thank you, Lord. I thank you. And so that's my glorious news on tonight. And thank y'all. Lord have mercy. <laughs> y'all. I was in, I was in a gas station store, okay, on this week. All right, I was in a gas station store on this week, so I'm trying to get my cappuccino and everything. And I'm like, I'm just hearing like a conversation that's being had on the side of me. And this man, this man or whatever, and lady, okay, they was conversating. But the man, he was, the lady was leading the conversation. She was like, um, something like. You be on the phone with these women or something of that nature. Like you always on the phone with these women and all this. And then she was like, uh, something about uh you need to call me or something. And and then she was like, <laughs> like, you need to call me because something like you, I can't, I'm not saying exact words because this happened several hours ago, but it was in this nature, was like, you need to call me because you you going to love the conversation that I got to have with you or you going to love what I got to say and all of this stuff. And I'm like, she was like leading a whole conversation, practically flirting with him, practically throwing herself <laughs> at him. And I'm like, Jesus, women, please, Lord, women, y'all like this on today? Ooh, I'm like, Lord, these women is too thirsty. And I'm like, hey, look at, the men don't even have. And I'm sitting there being like, you know that or you know or you think that this man be talking to women when he come in here. But you still want to have an extra conversation with him and how it was sounding, the way that it was sounding, how she was saying she was gonna have a conversation with him. It did it didn't sound like no pure talk, okay? That that wasn't that kind of conversation because the language in which she was saying it, how she was saying it. And so I'm like, ladies, when did we become not we, Lord? No, not we. Let me put my name out of. When did some of you become so thirsty? And I was like, I was just so disgusted because I'm like, women, we are queens. Like, we don't reduce ourselves to a, a conversation or throw ourselves at men or be a backup plan or a side chick. I'm like, you got to be kidding me. You think and know this man is talking to other women, but yet you still want to give him your phone number? Are you kidding me right now? So I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> I'm just, like, getting real disgusted. And people can be like, you know what, Taki? I know people will probably be thinking this and probably saying it. Hey, that's why you still single? Guess what, honey? Whatever, bruh. I will stay single because I come second to no female. I come second to no female. And, I, and if I have to throw myself at a man, that means he don't see my worth. He don't see who I am in God 
enough to approach me as a queen because kings know how to approach queens. I don't have to throw myself at a man because he should be looking at me from afar and noticing me and checking me out and seeing how I am and who I am as a person and who I, who I am in God. So he not... I'm the, I don't have to come and harass him or try to sweet talk him or talk some sexual talk for him to come to me. No, 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 no. Again, I come second to none. And if that man cannot, cannot recognize I'm a daughter of King Jesus and cannot approach me and we and I be the only woman in his life as, as, as a girlfriend, that, hey, he don't need me because I'm not coming sec again second to none. I'm not being no side chick. I don't want to be the first. I want to be the only, only. And so I don't understand how women can take a back seat or a side seat in a man's life. I'm not about to do that. I'm one. I know I'm only. I'm not one of your women. No, I'm your only woman. And so that's how that's going to be. And I will stay single until a man can recognize who I am and honor me as the woman that I am in Christ. No, I'm a queen. So anything, I wanted to say something. Like, but I can't get in people's conversation. But I'm like, let me hear. I was like, let me hurry up and get out of here because me being a, a, a strong woman and a kingdom woman of God, that disgusted me. And I wish I could pull it to side. I'd be like, honey, you you doing it all wrong. Do you know who you are? So anyway, oh Lord, I'm sorry. I didn't went a couple of minutes with that rambling. But I'm telling y'all, women out here, don't be thirsty like that. No, 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 no. Be thirsty for God, but never be thirsty for no man that you're gonna take a backseat and side seat to any woman. All right, praise God. Now we're gonna go on. We're going to go on, Lord have mercy, Jesus. On this Tell It Like It Is Tuesday, the title is, Where Do You Find Those Type of Women? <laughs> Where do you find those type of women? And what I'm referring to is a godly, virtuous woman. Because what I'm getting tired of hearing is these men out here saying, I want my woman to be this, this, and this. But you ain't even, you not even saved. Like you talking some, you want a good God-fearing, godly woman. You ain't saved. You have go to church. You don't even live a pure life before the Lord. But yet you want a woman that haven't been touched or a woman that's not sleeping around or a woman like, are you kidding me? But you think you're going to find you a woman that is saved, sanctified, filled with the Holy Ghost, but you yourself ain't saved, sanctified, filled with the Holy Ghost. You yourself have not committed your life to God. You living your life how you want to live it. But then you talking about something. Yeah, I hope I have some men listening. Because then you talking about, I want me a guy. I want me a virtuous. I want me a Proverbs 31 woman, Titus 2 woman. But you don't even crack the church doors. You, you don't even know the scriptures. You're not even living. You might know them, but you ain't even living according to God's holy word. You don't even fear the Lord. So why would you be trying to find a woman? You going clubbing. You going to parties. You sleeping around with woman, women. Or you sleeping with one woman that you ain't even married to. But yet you think that this woman or the woman you're looking for is supposed to fit characteristics of a godly virtuous woman no you need to step up and be that man of god that god is calling for you to be you fear the lord you obey his word you lead by example you submit your life to god for your wife future wife to submit her life to you what in the world man if you're listening 
get yourself down somewhere and get into the presence of the Lord. So that is where you're going to find those type of women. What? Okay, you asking those type of women you're going to find in the presence of the Lord. And if you ain't in the presence of the Lord yourself, how you going to even distinguish between a church going woman just when I say church, not the body of Christ, but a church, a, per, a woman that goes to church, how are you going to be able to distinguish between a woman that goes to church and a woman that is fearfully and, well, virtuously, virtuous and godly? You ain't going to be able to tell sometimes the difference and you be there married, you a counterfeit because you wasn't in the presence of the Lord, glory to God. So where are you going to find these type of women? In the presence of the Lord. Stop. You go on to clubs. You go on, like I said, you go on clubs. You go on parties. You go on everywhere, everywhere. And some people is going in the church building. But when you get in the church building, you might not even be able to distinguish her because you not in the presence of the Lord. So you need to get your mind right and get in the presence of the Lord because that's where you're going to find her. Because, see, we kingdom women of God, we're seeking first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. So that means we in the presence of God because we seeking what God wants for our life. We doing kingdom work. We doing kingdom business. We are in right standing with the Lord. We are doing what is right in his eyesight. So if you out here looking for women that's half naked, they breast out, they butt out, they thighs out, but but you talking about you seeking a godly woman, you ain't gonna just roll up on her anywhere. Or like I said, if you you see one, you see a woman, you gonna think, even in the church, her dress can be way to the ground. But if she is not in the presence of the Lord, that means daily her life is constantly, she is living, she is living by God's standards, she is living by God's principles, she's a kingdom woman of God, you ain't going to be able to distinguish her, because looks ain't it, skirt down to the ground is not it, how's that heart looking, her heart can be dirty, her heart can't be right, because she has not submitted her life to God. She have not came under his authority. And so it's going to take a man that is seeking God first to and seeking first the kingdom to recognize a woman that's seeking first the kingdom. Because a lot of times you out here doing your thing. And then, I mean, come on now. No, because the kingdom woman of God don't want you. Don't want you if you ain't seeking first the kingdom of God yourself. It's not no one. I know I don't. I don't want no man that is not submitted to God himself. Because if he's not submitted to God himself, I can't trust his judgment. Because he's not being led of the spirit. He's being led of the flesh. He's being led of how he thinks, what he feels. And he don't have agape love. The only man that has agape love is a man that is filled with the Holy Ghost and walking in obedience to God. So I don't want no man that's unsafe. And a kingdom woman of God, I'm talking about a strong, I'm not talking about these women talking about they a kingdom woman, but they want to date unsaved men. I'm not talking about these kingdom women of God that make excuses for dating unbelievers. I'm talking about a strong kingdom woman of God that knows what comes with marriage. They're not going to want to marry someone that is not saved, sanctified, filled with the Holy Ghost. So where can you find a virtuous woman in the presence of God? 
in the presence of God. So you got to be in the presence of God yourself. Adam and Eve was both in the presence of God. He at Eve, Adam was taken, um, Eve was taken from Adam, real, and they both was in the presence of God. That's where you're going to find your kingdom wife. But if you just want anybody, if you just want a woman that may not be submissive to you, that may not do what you say, that may not honor you like she should, hey, go ahead, go ahead and marry you somebody out in the club that some a church goer that just goes to church, but then the rest of the week you can't tell if she a saint or a sinner, go ahead. But I'm telling you, that is why the marriage and divorce rate is hiking higher, 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 higher. Because the woman don't know what comes with marriage and she's not prepared. All she's prepared for is the wedding. The man, all he prepared for is sex. He always prepared for sex, always ready. But he didn't prepare himself to be a husband, much less sometimes being a man. So where are you going to find the virtuous woman? In the presence of God. And there are still some out there. I thank the Lord that I'm one of them. And there's still other women out here that are virtuous. Titus to women, but you can't expect to receive something that you're not because a woman that does that, she has sinned against God if she married you. So you got to, uh, you got to evaluate that. Be like, wait, she say, she say, say five, but the Bible say don't be unequally yoked with unbelievers. Hmm. Something wrong with her. So you don't got the strong woman that you think you got. So I'm telling you right now, where are you going to find the woman that is still obeying principles of God, that still love God, that is going to be the women in the presence of God. When you seek, hey, when you seek the presence of God, when, when you seek God in his presence, glory to God, then you'll become more and more like him. We'll love like Jesus. We'll talk like Jesus. We'll be like Jesus. We'll have wisdom and knowledge like Jesus. Okay, we will have those compassionate qualities like Jesus. We will be able to encourage like Jesus, support like Jesus, build up like Jesus, be long suffering like Jesus. But if you sitting up here trying to get you a woman out on them streets, they're not like Jesus. So stop trying to make them into like Jesus. They got to want to do it. And where are you going to find these women in the presence of God? The ones that will live righteously, that will treat you right. In the presence of God, men and women, we got to be those type of women. In the presence of God. When I came back to the Lord about 14 years ago, I sought the face of God. And I continue to seek the face of God. Because at first I was like, hmm. I want, I, I just, Lord, I just want to be a vessel to be used by you. I just want to be, you know, holy in your sight, period. Holy in your sight, period. And so God began to cleanse me. God began to wash me from some things. God began to purge me. And as I began to work on myself, then God would reveal. Then I, I started wanting to be a wife. Because at first I was like, forget that. I don't want to never get married. But uh, as I began to spend time with, in the presence of the Lord and learn about myself and, and crucify myself and, and still do, this is not a stop process. It's a daily thing because... It, once you get married, it's no longer about you. It's about both of you. It's about your spouse, okay? It's about pleasing your spouse, bringing honor to your spouse. You and your spouse have become one. So God stripped me of a lot of things that I had in my mind, what I wanted to do, how I wanted to be. And he began to mold me into the image that he wanted me to be. 
as a saint of God, as a holy woman of God. I got into the word of God, looked up virtuous woman, looked up the tidies two woman, looked up how to be holy, the fruit of the spirit, how to grow in that. And so I begin to work on myself and I still do. And so women, if you want to be this virtuous woman, this Titus 2 woman, you got to spend some time with God. I spend time with him praying. I spend time with him fasting. I spend time reading his word, meditating on it, studying it, applying it to my life because I want to be holy. I cannot do this on my own. I'm not holy in myself. I'm not righteous in myself. So if I want to be holy and virtuous in Titus 2 woman, I must spend time in the presence of God so he can make me like his word, so I will become the living word. And so a lot of times we it's it's just too much fakeness. It is so much fake. Like we the the women, you got used to wearing the fake nails, fake hair, fake eyelashes, fake butt, fake breasts, everything that you think that it's okay to be fake as a person. And it's not. The real you needs to come out. You need to uh, ask God to purge you, cleanse you, purify you, so you can first be a holy woman. Get your emotions, get your body under some subjection and ask the Lord to help you before you think about becoming a wife. But anyway, let, I got, I'm telling you, I got to read these verses because uh, first I'm going to read about the Titus 2 woman because I said, Lord, that's what I want to be. And you, we have to work on ourselves daily to be this type of woman. And I'm going to start with the older women because that's what the Bible say. All right. Titus 2, 3 through 5. Similarly, teach the older women to live in a way that honors God. Teach the older women to live in a way that honors God. Where are you getting this teaching at? From older women, from people in the church that are strong in the Lord. That's why you need you a kingdom. If the man is listening to me, you need a kingdom woman of God that is going to a holiness church that the older women or the women are teaching sound doctrine. Because if they're not been, they can't do what they haven't been taught. A lot of women are not being taught how to be submissive. It's okay to be strong. God wants us to be strong in him, but they're not learning how to be submissive. First submissive to God and then submissive to a husband. They're not learning that. And so if, if you got you a woman that's not going to church or not under, you know, strong spiritual leadership, they're not even going to know. They're going to think submissive is like something terrible when it's not. Because, see, when I think of submissive, oh, we ain't even got to that part. But when I think of submissive to God, like being under his control and authority, I have no problem with that because I know he loves me. He cares about me. And so when I come on his authority, he said, Takiya don't do that or Takiya don't do this or Takiya do this, then I trust the Lord because, and I will submit to what he says because he loves me and he's not going to tell me to do or don't do something that's not for my benefit and his glory. So I'm okay with submitting to God. And so, but when I figured out how that relationship worked with me and God, then I was like, you know what? When I get a husband that has been made in God's image, that is submitting to God. So that means he loves God. He's going to love me again with that agape love. Then he's not going to tell me to do or not to do something or lead me somewhere that's astray because he loves God. Because he's, since he's following God, I can follow him and come under his authority. 
my husband. That that will be okay. Because again, he loves God. He's submitting himself to God. So that means I can follow under suit. Because even if I didn't hear what God told him, if he said God said this, or if he said we're going to do this, and I know my husband is in the presence of the Lord, getting instructions from God, I'm going to follow him. That submission is out of love because God loves us. He protects us. He cares for us. Same thing for a spouse. That's why you need to marry a spouse that is saved, sanctified, and filled with the Holy Ghost. Because if he loves God, he's going to love you, care for you, and protect you. He can see the danger coming that you might not be able to see because God has an order. So I can trust that about my spouse. Glory to God. And oh, I'll be glad. One day he'll be here, Lord, shortly, Lord, in the name of the Lord. So I'm going to get down to, anyway, teach the older woman to live in a way that honors God. They must not slander others or be heavy drinkers. Instead, they should teach others what is good. Because I know or heard of some gossiping older ladies, and that's ridiculous. You don't need to listen to those kind of women. They telling you what kind of woman to listen to. Teach the older women to live in a way that honors God. Because you got these older women sometimes, they sleeping around. They looking like they walking the street as a prostitute. They got bad advice. But you listen to the, teach the older women to live in a way that honors God. They must not slander others or be heavy drinkers. Instead, they should teach others what is good. These older women must train the younger women to love their husbands and their children. That's training. That's sound doctrine. To live wisely and be pure. This is what the older women is teaching us. Not it's your thing. Do you what you want to do. Have sex with whoever. Have sex before marriage. Try that thing before you uh, tie the knot. No, that's not what the older women is teaching us. The older women is teaching the younger women how to love their husbands, husbands and their children, to live wisely and be pure, to work in their homes, to do good, to work in their homes. Women, this is our job. This is this is our job, according to the Holy Scriptures, to work in the home. This is not some man made up. This is God's order. To work in their homes, to do good, and to be submissive to their husbands. Then they will not bring shame on the word of God. So women, young women, if we if we're not doing this, we will bring shame on the word of God. And we don't want to do that. So I'm like, Lord, years ago, I was like, Lord, I'm gonna need you to help me make sure I'm coming up to this scripture and I'll be prepared to love my husband. My mother taught me how to love my husband because she loves her husband. She taught me how to love my children because she loved us. Okay. She said it. She said things and she did things to prove her love for the husband, her husband, which is my father, of course, and us, her children. She taught me how to be wise and pure because she's pure and she's wise. She, and she taught it by verbally and by example. She worked in a home. She cooked, she cleaned. She did a lot of stuff. She helped pay the bills. Like she managed, she managed the bills to do good. She do good to people within the church and without the church and her family. And she is submissive. I've seen my mother come up in submission to my dad. Something she may not have wanted to, but if he said that, she did. Like moving to Mississippi, we was in Pennsylvania. 
But God told, spoke to my dad and said, hey, it's time to move to Mississippi. Someone had one of the leaders in Mississippi called my dad to pastor a church. So then my dad told my mom that we was moving to Mississippi. It was something that she really did not want to do. But when she, when she, when um my dad told God said this is God's call, what did she do? She packed us up, our whole family, our whole family moved to Mississippi. We didn't know how we was, my mom did not know how we was going to fare out. Mississippi about several, 10 or more hours away from here. Her family is not nowhere in Mississippi. They are in Virginia, D.C., Maryland area. But we moved because it was a call of the Lord and she trusted her husband. She trusted God and she trusted her husband because he was being led by God. That is submission. She could have said, forget you, I'm staying in Pennsylvania, you go ahead. But nope, my mom packed up with him and we all moved to Mississippi. So that's submission. She didn't have a nasty attitude. She prayed about it. She prayed with him. I did not see her disrespect my dad at all. And they all and we all moved. Glory to God. So I'm telling you, submission is powerful and it shows that you love God and you love your spouse. And so that's not something man made up. That's something that God, that's God's order. And so you all, I'm going to come back on here. I'm going to stop right there. We're going to go to the virtuous woman qualities. And because my uh, anchor is trying to cut off again, 30 minute max. So we're going to go, we're going to take a second or two or have a few seconds and it's going to click back on and we're going to start at the virtuous woman. So I'll talk to you or I'll, yes, I'll talk to you in a moment. Okay, y'all, I'm back. I'm back. I'm back. Yes, yes, yes. We're going to go over the virtuous woman scripture and I'm going to point out some qualities because it is very important, y'all. That we be virtuous women, Titus 2 women. And again, where can you find those type of women? When I say those or these type of women, in the presence of the Lord. In the presence of the Lord. Because we, kingdom women of God, is seeking first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And so you can find us in the presence of the Lord. Now, Proverbs 31 Starting at verse 10. An excellent woman. I'm reading in a different version on tonight. Um, amplified. A-M-P. An excellent woman. One who is spiritual, capable, intelligent, and virtuous. Who is he who can find her? So this is about that. Who is he can who is he who can find her? Who is he who can find her? Her value is more precious than jewels, and her worth is far above rubies or pearls. So this tells you at the beginning that this virtuous woman is rare. It's just like, it's not just any woman. It's a woman that is spiritual, capable, intelligent, and virtuous. Okay. Her value is more precious than jewels, and her worth is far above rubies or pearls so women if you are a virtuous woman you need to know your worth that's why you can't just settle for anyone that's why you can't throw yourself at men because your worth is far above rubies or pearls okay you are very valuable 
You are priceless. Glory to God. The heart of her husband trusts in her with secure confidence. So men on tonight, you want a woman where you can trust? Get you a virtuous woman. And again, a virtuous woman is somebody spiritual, capable, intelligent. She's a woman of excellence. And you're not just going to find her on the streets. No. And let, let me say this. You may find her. I'm not saying you might not find her walking down the street because, hey, we be outside. What I'm just saying is she's not out here living any kind of life. Okay, so the heart of her husband trusting her with secure confidence. And he will have no lack of gain. She comforts, listen to these qualities. She comforts, encourages, and does him only good and not evil all the days of her life. Men, you need you this virtuous woman. We out here. She looks for wool and flask. She's a hard worker and works with willing hands. Willing hands. She's willing to work and she works. Will and works with willing hands in delight. She is like the merchant's ship, abounding with treasure. She brings her household food from far away. So this woman, virtuous woman, is working. She rises also while it is still night and gives food to her household and assigns tasks to her maids. She knows how to delegate. Okay. She considers a field before she buys or accepts it, expanding her business prudently. She's a businesswoman. With her profit, she plants fruitful vines in her vineyard. And women, you whatever your business is, that's you. Your outside business, taking care of the business of the home, whatever. You, Everybody, every woman is not the same. Use your God-given talents to do what God has created you to do. You take care of your business that he created you to do it don't have to be an outside bit whatever business when i say outside you know like like clothing industries or whatever it don't have to be it can be like i said take your talents that the lord has given you and use it for his glory but take care of his business glory to god with her profits she plants fruitful vines in her vineyard she knows what to do with her profits she don't just splurge it she equips herself with strength she equips herself with strength spiritual mental and physical fitness for her god-given task spiritual mental and physical fitness for her god-given task so there's some strength right there and makes her arms strong like we women we got to be fit in all of these ways because like if you're not fit physically then you're not going to be able to do the work that God has called you to do because you got too much weight on you or or if you're not physical, you know, like you could just be like so unhealthy that you're not able to do things because you're unhealthy. So you have to watch that because we want to be spiritually, mentally, and physically fit. Watch what you're feeding your mind. That's a big deal too because you can be small, but you feed your mind all of this junk, or you can be small and you're feeding your mind too much junk food. So you need to make sure that you're feeding yourself mentally and spiritually and physically. Uh, make sure you're physically fit. Um, she makes her arm strong. She sees that her gain is good. 
Her lamp does not go out, but it burns continually through the night. She is prepared. She's a prepared woman. She is prepared for whatever lies ahead. She scratches out her hand to the distaff, and her hands hold the spindle as she spins wool into thread for clothing. She's making clothing, which is great. Uh, she opens and extends her hand to the poor. She's a giver, okay? And she reaches out her filled hands to the needy. What God has given her, she gives to the needy. She don't keep it all for herself. She does not fear the snow for her household, for all in her household are clothed in expensive scarlet wool. So that means she, her family looks good. Her children looks good. Her husband looks good. She makes sure that they are looking good with the best of uh, clothing. All the time, you don't have to pay the most. But you make sure that your kids and your family are looking good. Your husband is looking well. Because it's going to get down to this. Um, for all her household are clothed in expensive scarlet wool. She makes for herself, she even looks good. She makes for herself coverlets, cushions, and rugs of tapestry. Her clothing is linen, pure and fine, and purple wool. So she looks good herself. She don't look like she thrown away, y'all. You need if you virtues on the inside, I need you to be virtues on the outside. You got to look good to yourself. Care about yourself. Fix your hair up, put you on some nice clothes, look nice. You don't, you have your own style. But first of all, your own style should still be modest. Not your breast, butt, and thighs out. God said, be modest and be holy. So you can look good, you can look fashionable without looking like you are selling your body. You don't have to look like that, glory to God. So look like royalty. Be the part and look the part. We're going to go on. All right, her husband is known in the city's gates when he sits among the elders of the land. Oh, yes, Lord, mm, attractive. She makes fine linen garments and sells them. Again, businesswoman, that girl about that money. And supplies sashes to the merchants. Strength and dignity are her clothing. And her position is strong and secure. Ooh, I love it. Strength and dignity are her clothing, and her position is strong and secure. And she smiles at the future. Even if you're single, smile at the future because God got you. Hey, your husband's going to be sitting in the gates. You better wait on the Lord. All right. She smiles at the future knowing that she and her family are prepared. Like, I'm preparing right now for my husband. Uh-uh. I'm preparing and still preparing, if you know what I mean, because... Just because I'm prepared, I'm a wife now, like I'm saying, I'm a wife. I have not signed documents. My personality, everything, everything that I need to be a wife, I'm a wife is what I'm saying. But I'm still getting things in motion. I'm still work, making sure I keep working on myself so I can get better and better. But anyway, I'm preparing. Knowing that she and her family are prepared. I'm prepared for the future and what God is bringing to me. She opens her mouth in skillful and godly wisdom. She opens her mouth in skillful and godly wisdom. We have to be careful and say this because there's a wisdom of this world. And no, the wisdom of God is based on his word. Because see, wisdom is applied knowledge. So if I have knowledge of the word of God and I apply it, that's godly wisdom. So that's the kind of woman men Men, you want a virtuous woman that has godly wisdom because that trump 
worldly wisdom. Women, you will have godly wisdom. So you will be blessed. Your children will be blessed. Your husband will be blessed. Those around you will be blessed because you know how to take what you have learned of God and apply it to your life to be a help to yourself and others. Okay, glory to God. That's when she opened her mouth with um the skillful and godly wisdom and the teachings of kindness is on her tongue giving counsel and instruction so she know how to be wise have godly wisdom and give instruction with kindness okay counsel counsel people and give instruction she looks well to how things go in her household so she's concerned about her household and does not eat the bread of idleness she's not lazy her children rise up and call her blessed happy prosperous to be admired her husband also and he praises her saying many daughters have done nobly and well with the strength of character that is steadfast in goodness but you excel them all but you excel them all charm and grace are deceptive and superficial beauty when people women want to put all this extra stuff if it's superficial, it's vain. But a woman who fears the Lord, reverently worshiping, obeying, serving, and trusting him with all feel respect, she shall be praised. Give her the product of her hands and let her own works praise her in the gates of the city. I read Proverbs 31, 10 through 31, Amplified Virgin. You see that a woman who fears the Lord, reverently worshiping, obeying, serving, and trusting him with all filled respect. So where are you going to find these women at? In the presence of the Lord. Because if she's worshiping, she's in the presence of the Lord. Her body is presented to God as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable. She has given herself her life to God and she's worshiping. It's just not a one-time thing. It's an all-day thing. Her whole life is committed to God. Obeying, obeying what he says, obeying his commandments, serving him, serving him faithfully, serving him faithfully in the church, in the community, wherever she goes, she's serving God because we are the body of Christ. We are an extension of God. And so we are serving others through the love and the comfort that he has given us. We are able to serve and love and comfort others. This is her. And she trusts God with all filled respect. When you respect God, you respect God, then you present again your body. Your body is used to glorify and honor God. You glorify and honor him in body and in spirit. That's when you respect God. When you respect God, again, it keeps respect is obedience with him. You honor him. You fear him. That means you're going to respect him. And you're going to live life according to how he wants you to live. You're going to live a life pleasing to him in every area of your life. So if you listen here on men, again, you where can you find this virtuous woman? Where can you find a woman that will submit and, and honor you and all this respect? In the presence of the Lord. Don't think you're going to go out here and get a woman that is not saved, thanks for all those feel, and she's going to treat you like a woman that is. She's not. Because she don't love God. She don't have his Holy Spirit, so she can't love God. God is love. 
Same thing, vice versa with the men. So men, if you're listening, I'm telling you, don't think you're going to find you. I don't care if she's a good, just a good person. She have a nice job. She have a nice attitude. She have all of this. She not say same five with the Holy Ghost. She's not going to give you the same love that a Holy Ghost filled woman can give you because she don't possess it. She, and a lot of times women, even some women in the church have not been taught how to love their husbands, how to love their children, how to be submissive. So she will think as submissive again as a bad thing. She won't buck up against you and be like, I'm grown just like you are. You don't tell me what to do. I don't have to check in with you. That's going to be her attitude because she might didn't even, she might didn't even grow up in a home that had an example of how a godly husband and wife should be, or she wasn't taught and trained how to love her husband and her children. So you need to be checking these things. When you ask the question, you need to be asking the questions and watching how she do and how she responds. And women, we need to get in the presence of God so God can make us. Don't be so excited about getting the wedding and you're not wife material. You don't have these Titus two qualities. You don't have these virtuous woman qualities. Because if we're not coming up to who God wants us to be as women, godly women, how do you think you're going to be a godly wife? It's not going to just jump on you. We need to be godly and virtuous in our singleness so we can carry that on to our marriage. You need to worry about submitting to God. Are you under his authority? Are you under his authority? Are you coming under his authority? Are you doing what he says? Are you doing what he said are you doing what he said not to do what are you doing with your life now <coughs> excuse me what are you doing with your life now as a single and so i encourage you women stay in the presence of the lord your husband will find you in the presence of the lord men that are holy ghost filled you will find your wife in the presence of the lord <coughs> god will lead you and guide you where to find her if you are in the presence yourself, because you're going to notice her naturally and in the spirit, God will show you. Women, God will show you. If he be like, God said, you my wife, God will show you that this is your husband because he wants you to know as well. So get in the presence of the Lord. Seek first the kingdom of God, his principles, what he had for you to do and his righteousness right living with him right standing with him and everything else they say all these things will be added unto you god will add it unto you stay in his presence i pray that this was a blessing to someone i went a little bit over my 30 minutes but to god be the glory i'm just stirred up on this thing because I don't want us to be so ran to get married or so ran for a wedding. And we not even holy women of God ourselves. We not godly women. We don't know what we getting into and, and just make a mess. And then divorce is right around the corner. And God hate divorce. He said it. he hate divorce. And so me, myself, I was like, nope, 14, 15, 13, 14 years ago. I was like, Lord, prepare me. Like when I came to grips with who I am, I was like, Lord, help me, first of all, to be a holy woman. And then when I finally realized, yes, I do want to get married, then I was like, Lord, prepare me to be that wife. And I worked on myself, and I still work on myself because marriage is ministry. Marriage is two people becoming one. And if you haven't killed yourself, like not physically, but if you haven't killed those nasty things about you or killed some of those 
things that you need to kill out of your life, then when you mix up with a husband, that's just going to make a whole mess because you didn't seek to face God for yourself and become the woman of God that God needs you to become before you join with this man. Because it, it's still, the man's supposed to sacrifice for the woman, but the woman's supposed to sacrifice things for the man as well. And so it's it's like compromise and it's different things that you have to work with. And if you haven't dealt with that in your singleness, it's going to be hard to get with a man and then think, oh, yes, I'm just going to submit. No, you need to learn how to submit to God first. Let God come under that authority so you will know and trust that if your husband is in submission to God, that he can lead you and guide you and you can trust him. I'm not saying it's going to be all peachy and cream. You might not see it all the time, but if he is being led of God, then you will follow him and be obedient to him. So anyway, I pray that this was a blessing to someone, but ladies, let's build ourselves up in, in God and happy International Women's Day. Remember that you are special, that you are loved by the best who is Jesus Christ. And remember to always be the the um, be the be best at who God has created you to be. Don't ever compare yourself to any other woman. Don't ever try to be like any other woman. Be great in who God created you to be. And you will find so much comfort and so much um, peace and being who God created you to be. You can't be like nobody else, but always be the person that God created you to be and know that you are worth it. Oh yes, you are worth it. Jesus Christ died and he rose and he did all of this just for you because he loved you. So you are worth it and embrace who you are in God. Do all that God has called you to do. Be who, you, be who he's called you to be. Seek his face for what he wants you to do on this earth because you was born with a purpose, glory to God. And he has something especially and uniquely for you to do or else you won't be here. There's only one of you, praise God. Well, y'all have a blessed night. If you need to get in contact with me, I can be reached at, uh, I can be reached on Facebook at Takia Wally, T-I-K-I-A, last name W-I-L-E-Y. That's Facebook. I also have an I am worth it. I am worth it private page on Facebook for single women. And you can ask to join and I'll let you in. Uh, Instagram, Holy Lady T. H-O-L-Y-L-A-D-Y-T. Holy Lady T on Instagram. I have a I am worth it YouTube page. Check me out if you prefer video rather than audio. I am worth it singles ministry on YouTube page. Glory to God. Well, again, I pray that everyone will have a blessed night. Peace out.